Hello, everybody, and welcome to the penultimate episode of Cold Cut Season 1. Ah! This is the show where none of us have read the script until you, the viewers at home, or not home, I don't know, I'm, I don't know where you're located, but I'm just assuming home. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Anyway, none of us have read the script until you at home watching us or wherever you're watching us from see us receiving the script on air right now we are on episode nine of hub which is written by nicole tuttle and edited by mariah clausen cold cuts is based on a concept by declan grogan on our last episode of hub while they feel their time in hub is coming to an end our heroes realize they must take matters into their own hands even if what they learn makes everything even worse. And now I would like to introduce you to all of our actors who you will watch performing tonight. Actors, I'm gonna share a little bit with you here. Normally I read the script ahead of time because I know what questions to ask you. I can lead you in the direction of maybe guessing something correctly. I did not do that tonight. I am I am choosing to be just as surprised by every twist and turn that happens this week. So, second to last episode, my question when I introduce you, I would like you to say, what is Hub? Up first, we have Emery Chase. Emery, what is Hub? Um, okay, I have no idea what the acronym is, but I, I think it's very clearly like rich and powerful people game show from across time. Like they've picked their challengers. We've established that the color of the challenge is in relation to the person who built the challenge, not who the challenge was for. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely looking at like less murdery squid game. Or And or also like... another t-shirt pitch is hub less murdery squid game. <laughs> kind of. It kind of reminds me of everything, everywhere, all at once, but Squid Game. Yes. As well. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Squids Up. everywhere, all at once. Just so many squids and so many <laughs> So many <games>. squids. <laughs> all the squids. Spoilers for Squid's Game, I guess. There's a bunch of squids. There's murder and squids. <laughs> yeah. Up next, Crystal Lee. Crystal, what is hub? There aren't even squids. Um, But okay. Hub. I I love the game show idea. I think it's I still I just think it's parallel world research, like some kind of extra planar thing where they're pulling all these people from different parallel universes. And I don't know what it stands for, but the H has got to be human, human, uh, underdog bowl, like Super Bowl. Look, underdogs got to eat too and compete. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's hey, that's my best guess. We might not I, even know uh, the we might not we even know the acronym until next week anyway. Yeah, we I don't even, even know, know this. We I don't, don't know even know the prize. On. Like, is it if it's like a I don't know? Is this are these trials? Are these games? Are they both? Are they neither? Eh. Maybe yeah, I don't we're know all why. dead. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> go, go, sorry. maybe the maybe the U then is underworld human underworld human underworld something bowl. that begins with a B. Yeah. Bowl. Who knows? I'm actually now I'm like, actually, I'm locking in on that. The B is for bowl. Nice. Um, yeah. Put that on the shirt next to Wedgehog. 
<laughs> All right. Up next, we have Marissa Catherine. Marissa, what is hub? Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, honestly, I want to piggyback on Emery and Crystal both because I feel like it's just a bunch of rich people from different parallel universes all coming together and picking their champion to try to figure out like who is better, what is better, maybe even experimenting, like what could we make between cross creating to create a perfect being? Maybe that feels kind of trialy and fun. So it's a dating show. It's a dating show. (laughs) We're doing great so far. If it's a dating show, why do they just have one teenager that can't hook up with anybody because everybody else is an adult. That uh, the person who selected Jeb mm. didn't get the memo. They were misinformed. <laughs> Last minute pick. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't find anybody. They had to put in a teenager. Anybody seen their contract? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have Grant Patrizio. Good grief. Grant, I just opened my mouth. Um, Hi. I'm oh, Grant I'm going Pat- in alphabetical order. Well, uh, yes. You should all know this by now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'm I am Grant Patrizio. Pronouns uh, he him, and I don't know why, but I am just stuck on some like expanded version of the Portal games. Like instead of just one company behind this uh, human-based science experimentation, I think it's just like a merger of six to see if they can. Uh, merge in some sort of business partnership under the hub label human human humanities university of biotechnics oh I think, dang i think it's more like that because if you think about it after each simulation certain things trigger almost like it's programmed in a video game and after certain checkpoints why do you think only after those benchmarks did we start to see water and plant life and something of a cave maybe a bed certain memories are recoded back into our heads after certain junctures if we complete certain challenges i think it's almost kind of like that just I, that that's the way I always have thought about this just based on how the story's progressed I would love to be wrong honestly <laughs> I would love to be wrong and just see that this has nothing to do with the portal concept but yeah that's where I'm at in there, my are there are what portals if, what if the H is like what if one of these letters is a, is a name like an initial like what if it's Healthman's University of Biotechnics Oh my God! What oh, a sorry. Mess. I just, it just, it just. Sorry, it just came in. What a Shamamalamian twist! I oh, love it. Speaking of Healthman, I actually have a note that ties in from last week, but I would like to introduce all of the actors first. Up next, we have Aubrey Poppleton, and Aubrey, is that okay? Two things: what is hub, and two, is that a baby seal on your mic? That's so uh, cute. It's a pipe fox. So cute! Um, I love. Yeah um okay um hi i'm aubrey they them uh i think hub is sort of like a multiversal marvel illuminati like testing thing to like find the next guardians of the multiverse type dealio um i don't know like something like that like a secret um professor x's school for gifted youngsters like Mm -hmm. testing ground but like bigger and grander but they're like definitely also placing bets on the side um (laughs) Like they're doing it for the greater good, but they're betting on it like 100%. Well, we did. We did note that everybody has some manner of power. Yeah. 
that would not be outside the realm of possibility, but it's it's Professor X, but no one consented to sign up for the that we know of. Maybe they did. Actually, we don't know that they might have. They got their memories wiped. They could have. Eve literally asked to go. Yeah, I have a a feeling we all signed up for this. I have I have that like sinking feeling that we all agreed to do this. We shall see. I, like I said, I literally have no idea. I'm going to be just as surprised as everyone else tonight. It was a conscious choice and the producers knew about it ahead of time. Uh, up next, we have Corey Sapienza. Corey, what is hub? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same vein as everyone else here. Um, yes. Hi, Corey. They, he. Um, yeah, I'm in the same vein as everyone else here. I think it's some sort of um, rich person experiment thing i definitely agree with the first idea though of that it's like you know we're just we're just here as champions for the rich people for their entertainment um but i do think that there is some sort of prize for whoever wins i don't know how much of that goes to us and how much of it goes to the rich person but uh that remains to be seen but as for the acronym i have seen no proof thus far that um the b does not stand for massive bowl so I'm going to stick with that original idea that the hub as a space is just a really big bowl. I'm still convinced. We... It's the humongous ultimate bowl. Yeah. Th- th- why not? You know, look, everything is equally valid right now because we have absolutely no idea. And Nicole has thrown us so many curveballs by this point. Yeah. I mean, next week we'll find out that she redid the, the story completely. And now it's about a bowl. In the yeah. very last episode, we find out. Maybe I mean, we've seen it. Veggies at the bottom of a salad. Do we have to be at the bottom of a salad? That's maybe the, the celestial. Maybe we're at the top of the, the salad. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know what? That would be at least better for us. It would be yes. Each We'd one get of us represents earlier. a vegetable, like green is lettuce, orange is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it, am it's, a bell it's the Eat the rainbow campaign. What? <laughs> it's all about health. What yeah. kind of? But what kind of vegetable is blue? Blueberry? But those are fruit salad. Blue, oh. blue, blue cheese? Blue cheese? Oh, there we I go. Mean, blue cheese. It works. It blue, works. Blue cheese. Perfect. Blue cheese. Yeah. All right. And up last, Delton Engel Sorrel. Delton, what is hub? Hi, I'm Delton. Um, pronouns he, him. And uh, oh gosh. <laughs> well, to, to go on the, the bull train, um, hyper rich upper class bull. That. Uh, is what that uh, anagram would be. Anagram something. Um, acronym. Now we're now we're working. I didn't take a nap before this. Um, and then, but like actually thinking about what this is. Um, I don't know. I really enjoy just the idea of it being like. Eve just going like, Dad, take me to the horse races too. I am good at this bet. And then then they all just wound up in this horse race that is across multidimensional stuff. It's great. Yeah, I'm I keep having theories and then they go away and now my brain's just like, except that you don't know. It's yeah, okay. just enjoy just the wait. ride. Just enjoy the journey. And yeah, it's just I just am at this point the hippie where it's like secret tunnel and it's just that's all that's playing in my head right now (laughs) and that's valid too just just go with it just go with it uh so you are of course Hank Helfman 
possibly a robot. Um, so there was a correction from one of the predictions last week. Uh, my mother had sent me a prediction during the show saying that uh, Hank could be one of the Da Vinci robots, uh, the Da Vinci surgical robots. I thought that it was literally like a robot named after or like robot that was working for or designed by Da Vinci. But no, she meant that they are actually like future robots that could be uh, like piloted by a surgeon in another room where the movements are coordinated like that grape meme that went around it's like we did surgery on yeah, a yeah exactly so it would it would it, he could still be from a robot from the future uh that was me <laughs> misunderstanding i'm sorry mom i know that i've a disappointment in all areas of life um but <laughs> this is one where at least i hope i've made it up to you uh so does anyone else have any thoughts or predictions about this episode the second to last of this this wonderful mystery that has superpowers and werewolves am i gonna have to blow out the audio with screams again because i watched the vod for last week and i kind of did that by accident well, oh shoot yeah oh no we you need <laughs> you need to learn to ride the game just ride uh, that game just, uh, I, uh, uh, okay fine uh, just like slowly lean back <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just is, have your feet spread like this so you can this just. Is why I keep my interface floor. right here next to me. All oh, right, stand like I'm doing split squats. Got it. Exactly, you got this. Exactly. Okay. We believe this in you. But I have buttons. I don't have a knob. It's just Good night, everybody. Try uh, the buttons then, Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey, just Aubrey, don't scream. God. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, right. Any further? Anything else before I tell Platform to start sending you your strips? All right, platform, please send everyone their scripts. Chat on Twitch. If you are watching, give us your predictions. Give us your thoughts. Uh, actors, when you receive your scripts, make sure to give me a thumbs up so I know when to start. Uh, also, if you are watching at home and you don't have any thoughts, opinions, predictions, I do want you to subscribe us. To subscribe us. Wow. I do want you to subscribe to us because we are Twitch affiliates. And if you subscribe to us, we get money. And that's a good thing. Show your support and your love for independent theater by giving us a follow. It would mean ever so much to us. That sounded creepier coming out than it did in my head. It would mean ever so much if you would give us a small donation. Please. <laughs> Please, sir, I want some money to keep making independent theater. Penny for the guy. It would mean ever so much to me. All right, it looks like everybody is ready to go. I've got my popcorn. I hope you at home have your popcorn too. Let's get started. Hub, episode nine, Discovery. Jeb and Eve laid quietly on their backs together, looking up at the starless sky. The sounds of their companion speaking in the cave drifted down to them at their position just outside the mouth. My father did this to me. To all of us. Yeah. I'm surprised you all haven't tried to capture me and use me as leverage to get out of here. I'm sure the thought has crossed their minds. I get it. I'd be angry at me too. We're not angry at you. But 
my father. Exactly. Your father did this, not you. To some people, that's the same thing. Well, those people are dumb. <laughs> Eve, look, I know I'm just a kid, but I feel like I've had to do a lot of growing up pretty quickly, and I know that we are not the mistakes of our parents. You're not that much younger than me. Then you're a kid too. And that only furthers my point that it's not your fault. You're not to blame for what he did. Clearly, you're just as much as a victim as the rest of us here. <laughs> you're pretty smart. You know that? I'm aware. <laughs> <sighs> what are we going to do, Jeb? What we have to? I don't like that answer. Me either, but it's I the truth. I know. Inside the cave, Malachi sat at the table writing in his journal while Hank and Avaris paced around him. Grace sat on her bed, facing them. I didn't find anything new this time. No additions to the landscape. And the only memories we've received were the ones from the challenge itself. Does this mean the game is over? No. Eve's father wouldn't have sent us back here if we were done. Then what's next? I wish I knew. Perhaps we just haven't found the addition yet. The others were pretty obvious the moment we, tur we returned from the portals. Yeah, we got comfortable in their pattern. That's probably what they wanted. It just doesn't make any sense. So far they've been so clear and noticeable. Like they needed us to see that we were being rewarded. Why the sudden shift in motivation? Perhaps we were being punished? Made our own portal after we came back, and there wasn't anything then. Maybe. <clears throat> but I just have this feeling it's here. Somewhere. I really hate banking on a feeling. My feelings are rooted in facts and profiles. And I'm telling you, this doesn't fit the profile. You can't profile a faceless organization. Well, they're not faceless anymore. We saw one of them. Don't remind me. You all chicken out and didn't attack him. Hell, if I wasn't hopped up on whatever drugs he gave me, I would've... Killed him? Maybe I would've. You got a problem with that? I dedicate my time to stopping killers like you. Like me? Trust me. You've never met anyone like me before. <laughs> As Avaris closed the gap between them, his eyes burned a bright yellow. Malachi stood his ground. Enough of this! Malachi, come on, we're taking a walk. Avaris, go cool off somewhere. After a tense moment, Avaris's eyes reverted to their normal color, and he stalked off to the other side of the cave, shaking away the budding anger. Malachi let out the breath he was holding, and sauntered out of the cave as Grace followed. Pretty risky of you, antagonizing a creature like that. Not afraid of him. I'm not saying we need to be afraid, but we also shouldn't go provoking him. That transformation is probably pretty painful for him. You're trying to protect him. Even after he hurt you. That wasn't him. Not really. He wasn't in control. How do you always look at things like that? Like what? Like the glass is half full. Because it is, Malachi. We were kidnapped. We're alive. We're trapped here. And at least we're not alone. For someone who doesn't think she has any grace. You certainly seem to. <laughs> well, 
Someone with Grace wouldn't have left her family and responsibilities, so... What was that whole thing you were telling Avaris about context being important? Touché. <laughs> Is that why you refuse to call me G? You've noticed. Of course I have. Do you mind? Mm, not as much as I thought I did. You still won't believe you deserve it. Are you interrogating me like one of your suspects? I'm asking a question as someone who cares about you. Grace and Malachi walked side by side in silence for a moment, in the darkness. Look, Malachi... I guess I just don't like wasting time on things I can't change. That's a good quality. Most of the time. Things are gonna work out, Malachi. You don't know that. No, I, I don't, but they have to. Right? You know... Since our little discovery, I've been catching myself wishing we don't find a way home. Really? Well, if we're right and we're all from, well, different places, I'm worried that I won't see anyone again. I guess I hadn't really thought about that. That's all I can think about. Well, then, maybe we should be thankful that we had this chance to meet each other, then. <laughs> thankful that we got kidnapped. Now you're pushing it too far. <laughs> <laughs> Grace. I, um... I don't know how long we have left here. And I wanted to say something. Yeah? Well, I... <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I was trying to say I... Castle! A... What? A, a castle! Castle! That's that, a castle! Look! Grace <laughs> pointed over Malachi's shoulder at a cliff far off in the distance overlooking the water. Cutting through the darkness of the hub night sky was a magnificently tall castle with dozens of lighted windows, standing majestically on the edge of the cliff, as if it watched over all of Hub itself. <laughs> well, looks like we did get something new after all. I knew it. I wonder if it's the castle we were in for the last challenge. Hard to tell in the dark, but I wouldn't be surprised. Let's go check it out. What do you mean? We're going to that castle. Right now? Yes, right now, come on! Grace ran off back towards the cave. With one last look over at the castle resting on the cliff, Malachi followed. Within minutes, Grace had gathered their companions outside the cave entrance. You want to go back to the castle? It might have answers. It might have booby traps. They wouldn't leave it here in a hub if they didn't want us to see it. This isn't like the portal Hank found. We should, probably should go anyway. I assume that is the final level. Level? So we're in a video game? I... I do not know, Jeb. I can only assume based on the facts. Hank's right, though. We have to go. I do not like this. Me either. We have to. This is the only way we're going to the end of this. End this? You mean play right into their hand? 
We're going to that castle. Come with us or don't. I'm tired of wasting time. Grace took off towards the castle with Malachi on her heels. Hank was the next to follow. If he had any, if he had any hesitancy at the plan, he didn't show it. Jeb and Eve exchanged anxious glances before slowly following after the group. Avaris grunted in frustration, lowering his hand to rest on his knees. He stared at the ground, his heart pounding. He took a few solid, steadying breaths before stalking off after the group. The journey to the castle was not an easy one. The path twisted and turned and veered off in multiple directions, and none of them were devoid of treachery. Hours ticked by as they made very little conversation. Soon, as the hub sky turned dark to signal the end of another day, they reached the front gate to the massive castle. I hate hiking. Remind me to never do that again. <sighs> Ditto. Do you think it's the same one the last portal took us to? Yeah, I do. How can you tell? The view, the altitude, the smell. This is the same castle. But this time we're not wearing ball gowns. Oh, darn. Well, come on, then. Avaris trudged forward, pushing on the iron-wrought gate that easily opened for him. They forged ahead until they reached the massive front door to the castle, and Avaris pushed inside. They spilled out into the foyer, the very same that they had arrived in during their last portal adventure. But things had shifted. Portraits on the ceiling that were blurry and incomprehensible, now clear as day showcasing several imposing figures donned in colored robes watching over the castle. Eve. I see. Your father. Yeah. And five others. Look. They stood with their necks craned, staring up at the ceiling's mural. An imposing man with a strong jawline and fierce eyes was painted in a large red royal mantle, and a crown of red jewels sat atop his head. His hand rested on a woman's shoulder. Her striking features and ocean-blue eyes stood out against her tanned skin and bright blue gown. A blue tiara shined from its position on her head. Standing next to the man in red was a shorter man in a bright orange coat with golden embellishments. He held a cane with a diamond atop it. Below those, below those three sat three younger figures. Eve's father, dressed in all-green royal fashion, a young woman in a pink gown with a determined expression etched on her face, and a young child adorned in a yellow tunic, all wearing a silver circlet around their heads. What the hell is this? Royal family? Not just any royal family. Slowly lowering their gaze from the massive mural on the ceiling, they all looked to Hank, who stood near a smaller portrait that hung outside of a large door. What do you mean? This portrait here is of the same family. They are all at some sort of event, sitting in the audience. It has a description. Hank pointed to the golden plaque that proudly displayed the title of the painting. The gods attending the first hub trial. Did you say gods? Did you say hub? You're telling me we were kidnapped by literal gods? That is what this portrait claims. How is this even possible? Clearly there are a lot of things that shouldn't be true that are. 
I mean, look at us. We're portal traveling, shape-shifting, magic people. I... There's a whole realm of possibility I bet we've never even experienced. This is their castle. Uh, none of this explains what we're doing here and why we're wearing their colors like some sort of dress-up party. I think we will find plenty of answers here. Hank disappeared into the room next to the painting, and the others slowly followed. The large room was comprised by several ceiling-to-floor windows, allowing the void of the dark night sky to spill into the space, and similarly tall bookshelves stood, stood towering over them. Several couches and chairs dotted the open room, and maps and photographs decorated the walls. Why do I feel like we're not supposed to be in here? Because we're probably not supposed to be in here. Well, yeah, that'll do it. Library is extensive. Who cares about the library? Where are our answers? Well, let's start looking for some then. They split up inside the room, looking through bookshelves, couch cushions, analyzing the portraits and maps on the wall. Do you think I lived here too? Oh, I uh, guess I never thought about that. Maybe. Wait, so if this royal family is a family of gods and your dad is one of them, that means... Yeah, I put that together too. Wow. That's pretty cool. Cool? Yeah, it's cool. You're like Percy Jackson. I guess I just thought this would make more sense the more information we learned, but I feel even more confused than before. Yeah, I get it. I've kind of given up trying to make any sense out of this whole thing. I'm more or less just riding the wave now. That's a pretty different outlook than you normally have. Can't change what you can't change, right? Right. That is a very curious array of titles in this library. The organization makes no sense. The subjects seem random. There is no rhyme or reason I can discern from this mess. There's no rhyme or reason to any of this. Well, there might be. We just don't have found it yet. Ugh, I hope you're right. Just too much here. It doesn't make any sense. Too much to focus on. I, I can't figure this out. Again. Hey, no, don't do that. Don't go there. Figuring this out alone is not your job. It's not all on you. We're in this together, right? I guess I'm so used to having things all on my shoulders that I'm not used to sharing the load. So slow down. Take one thing at a time and talk it through with me, okay? I don't even know where to start. No one ever does, but we have to start anyway. Okay. The books on the bookshelves aren't in a specific order. Many of the books have been moved recently. Okay, and what does that tell you? These books are either well-loved, or someone was looking for something specific. Okay, what else? There are spaces on the wall near the maps, where a few maps are missing. And? I can't see the missing maps anywhere else, so someone either took them, moved them, or hid them. Hmm. Good. Wait, there. Malachi pointed to a portrait on the wall. The portrait depicted a large arena-type venue. What do you see? This portrait doesn't have any dust on it. And? The others do. Look. 
They glanced around at the other portraits that decorated the space, and Grace realized that Malachi was right. This portrait was the only one that looked like it hadn't been touched. That hey. looked like it had been touched. Hey, you, you find something? Possibly. Malachi moved forward as the others ventured closer from across the room. He lifted his hands and ran his fingers along the wooden frame of the painting. His hands explored the painting and the area surrounding it, carefully, slowly. Of course. What? What is it? A clue. Malachi took two fingers and slowly pressed down on the bottom right corner of the frame. A mechanical click sounded as the painting then sprung outward, springing open to reveal a large safe door embedded into the wall. <laughs> Incredible. I knew you could do it. Grace planted a kiss on Malachi's cheek before pressing forward towards the safe. His face burned red as he struggled to contain his smile. Uh, yes, well, I didn't do it alone. How do we open it? By force if we have to. That seems impractical. You've seen me when I'm at my strongest. Yeah, and I never want to see that again. Thank you very much. I'd have to agree. You weren't exactly, well, thinking clearly. What if you attack one of us instead of the safe? It's our only shot. Is it really? We could use the combination. Great plan, Hank. Let me know when you figure it out, okay? Okay. I have figured it out. What? Are you serious? Yes. It was actually quite simple. What is it? 8212. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course? Is that supposed to be obvious or something? Care to share with the class? 8212. Numbers corresponding to letters of the English alphabet. 8 H 21 U 2 B. Hub, you think it's that simple? It has been in the past. Hank stepped forward to the safe and carefully gripped the combination locked dial. Malachi offered a quick nod, and Hank began entering the numbers into the lock. 8, 21, and 2. With a click, the lock disengaged and the door popped open. It worked. Hank, you're a genius. Thank you. What's in there? Like a bunch of books and documents. Grab it all. Bring it out. We'll, we'll go through it together. Hank and Malachi gripped the several items from the safe and placed them down on the ground between their friends. They quickly began sifting through them. <clears throat> what the hell? What is it, Jab? This book says Avaris's name. What? Give me that. Uh, let's see. Avaris's Guide to the Supernatural? Wait a second, I saw this book at that weird school! What is it? It's like a survival guide about a bunch of different supernatural creatures. I... Ah! 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 Shit! What? What's wrong? Ah! I... I remember, I... I wrote this book. This was... Shit, this was my journal. It's about surviving with an... As a supernatural creature. Hey, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Uh, my head is splitting. I don't think I was supposed to remember that. You forced a memory through. Uh, apparently. Jem, 
Do you think you told anyone about your lightning abilities before? I don't know. Probably not. Why? Because this is you, isn't it? Malachi handed over the thin book. Its slick cover showed a hooded figure standing in the center of a neighborhood on fire, the sky alight with lightning. Is that a comic book? With me on the cover? What the heck? Electric Jeb? The Adventures of Jeb, Volume 1. Someone wrote a comic book about me? Wait, this, this is like an origin story with, like, insanely personal details. Ah! Ow! Jeb, are you remembering something? I, I, I never told anyone this story. No one knows this. Then how is it in this book? Nobody wrote this about me. This is me. I'm from this book. What? That's not possible. Isn't it? I never told a single person about this story. God. And this is exactly how it happened, too, down to the freaking sweatshirt I was wearing. Oh, my God. I'm a comic book character. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm a comic book character. I can't believe this. There's the royal family again. Eve pointed to a small framed photo among the pile of items from the safe. The same royal family depicted on the ceiling in the foyer looked up at them. This time a small framed woman wearing a dark green gown stood behind the man in green, a frown painted on her face. I'm in this one. So it really is your family. They are gods, which makes you... A demigod. Yeah. Wait, that map. Hand it to me, please. Avaris's hand stopped over the map that Grace referred to. He gripped it carefully and pulled it to the top of the pile. Lot Relia. What is this place? Grace, you know this place, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's... it's where I'm from. But... This is a fictional land. It, it's real to me. Sotralia is my home. Oh boy, this is crazy. Okay, uh, who's got a connection to this weird map of the solar system then? Wait, I, I know I'm no genius, but I'm pretty sure this isn't our solar system. <clears throat> no, that would be solar system XF-56 and that planet right there. Hank pointed at a small red planet in the center of the map. That is my home. You're an alien? The very definition of alien is a foreigner, especially one who is not an, a naturalized citizen of the country or world where they are living. So I think right now, we all classify as aliens. You're an alien, dude! That's so cool! <sighs> Wait, there's one more here. It's a book. A study in Scarlet. A Sherlock Holmes novel. He remembers something. <sighs> Who is that, Malachi? Uh, I... I... What's uh, going on? Uh, that's... me. Sort of. Wait, <sighs> hold on. You're telling me Sherlock Holmes is a real person? He most certainly is not. But I am. Silence filled the space. <sighs> Silence filled the space. Unasked questions hung heavy in the air around them.
I don't get it. My line of work, you tend to make a lot of enemies. I couldn't very well have people knowing my real name. You are Sherlock Holmes. No, I am Malachi James. But I have been known to use that moniker in my professional life. You said that was a novel, so that means... You're from a book, too. You're a fictional character. And I'm a fictional character. Hank is an alien. We're all aliens right now. Grace is from some fantasy world, and Avaris is some sort of supernatural crocodile dundee. We're fictional. I certainly don't feel fictional. None of you feel fictional. You're all here. You're all real. There's one other document here. Hank lifted the white sheet of paper to read it as the others looked on. What is it? <clears throat> Heroic Universal Birthplace. Excuse me? Hub. What does that even mean? Heroic Universal Birthplace? What else does it say? Thing that makes sense. So, we know a hell of a lot more now, and yet we still know absolutely nothing at all. They remained silent for a few moments, their hands mindlessly running over the documents before them that reveal the life they had before. Do you think I'm as popular as Iron Man? I've never heard of you. Damn. So we're all from different worlds. Like, like a completely different world. Different universes, fictional and supernatural. Th this is, this is a lot. And we have all been brought here. A place titled Heroic Universal Birthplace. But why? Perhaps I can answer that. Quickly climbing to their feet, they turned towards the voice that echoed from the room's entrance. Standing in the doorway was a familiar-looking man. Strong build, piercing eyes, adorned in the most lavish of red, adorned in the most lavish of red royal regalia, a jeweled crown atop his head. He stood tall, his figure taking up most of the doorway. What the hell do you want with us? I think it's about time you let us go home. You cannot go home yet. You are so very close. Close to what? Why are you doing this to us? Let's clear one thing up. We're not doing this to you. We're doing this for you. What? You're kidding me! How is any of this for us? It's time for your final challenge. We're not going anywhere until you explain to us what we're doing here. Competing. For what? For the title. And the prize. Oh, stop being vague. We want answers. <sighs> the whole point of the trials is to find the sole champion. The one who is worthy of the most important gift any god could ever bestow. The gift is one of power. Of true heroism. Are you kidding me? I assure you I do not kid. Don't do this to us. Please. Ah, Eve, my granddaughter. You've performed well thus far. <laughs> we are all very impressed. Why are you doing this? Because you said we could. That's a load of crap if I ever heard one. We would never agree to this. Ah, but you did. 
The man in red reached into his cloak and produced several pieces of parchment. He tossed them across the room, and they landed on the ground a few feet ahead of the group. They glanced around at each other. Eve nodded before moving towards the document. What's this, huh? Another trick? Oh my gods. What is it? They're contracts. Agreeing to be placed in the hub trials. One for each of us. And they're signed by us. And... Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so none of us had League of Extraordinary Gentlemen on our bingo card. Nope. Dang it. But we, we did, did have the video game. Yep. We did Damn. have the contracts. We, we have the, the prize. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Name right. is Percy Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> no so, wonder Jeb makes so many pop culture references I, because they are I love part that of Jeb pop is culture. A comic he well, is pop culture. I love That's it. the thing with oh the God. nature of the multiverse. Uh, even a fictional thing in our universe yeah. has the potential of being real in another universe because the possibilities are endless, so therefore everything that's fictional could be real in a different universe. I mean, yeah. I mean, DuckTales so 2017 covered this perfectly yeah. with that one that one Darkwing Duck-inspired Portal crossover episode. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes total so, sense. And I, I just watched- may not be fictional. Yeah. And this I just a watched- fictional crossover fan fiction fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and I just watched everything everywhere all at once and- No spoilers. Spoil- I'm not gonna spoil, this isn't a big spoiler. But one of the universes. No means no, Meredith. It's not a spoiler. You said it wasn't a big spoiler. It's not I a... do not trust you anymore. It's not any kind of spoiler. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Oh, I was gonna say one of the universes is a fiction inside of another universe. But I mean, <laughs> how, is that, a, how <laughs> is that a spoiler? It's I'm really just, not. I'm not I'm telling you. I'm overreacting for comic big. effect. But I'm just saying this is comic effect. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, oh, wow. knowing now that Hank is a is an alien and not a robot, alien what the heck? A- We're alien. All, yeah, but what the heck kind of name is? He just has Hank a red arm. Like that made sense as a name. He's probably normal on his planet. Leave him alone. Yeah, that's it. He probably just took it to sound normal for the job that he had. The human moniker. Yeah, maybe we can't actually pronounce the alien name. Perfectly oh, possible. normal name for that a human. <laughs> for like, all we I, know, it could be normal... Princess Angelina, Contessa yeah. Luigi, Francesca, Banana, Fanna, Bobesca the Third, written in a completely uh, different language. But everyone calls Hank Healthman is just John exactly. Smith in that, in that world. We, we, we need to like tell Delta, Delta no. it's safe. <laughs> Put your headphones back on. Yes, I trust, it's safe. I trust Emery. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly Hank has appeared as the French. Hello, I am the Elf Man. <laughs> Bonjour! Bonjour, I am the Ank Elf Man. Oh. Tap your ankles and see if that should have been um, like Eve Dad's voice. That, that should have been, been Eve Dad. <laughs> Hello, Eve, my daughter. <laughs> you are such a disappointment. You are such a disappointment. You cannot do so bad at making the wind blow. Our grandmother can make faster miles per hour with a fire. <laughs> yeah, in that universe, it's Healthman, Workman. <laughs> yeah, Healthman, Workman, Computerman. Yeah, very literal. Freeloaderman. Yeah, Waiterman. Yeah, brutally literal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we can. Unre- 
we get I unregulated for one hour and <laughs> it, it devolves into chaos. Love Producers you, are angry. Hey, everything oh, that was written man. on the script, well executed. <laughs> boom, 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 yeah. boom. Once we get to talk. Yeah. Oh. I just love that Once Jeb. You friend. <laughs> I love that Jeb was like, I'm a comic book character. I'm a comic book yeah. character! Jeb <laughs> has their priorities so cute. in order. I know. Mm -hmm. Jeb is totally fine with any amount of trauma <laughs> as long as it's selling copies. Immediately he wanting to be better to than be... Iron Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He gets to be fiction. That is the best reality. I, and I'm I love curious, that there was a callback um... to like one of the first episodes. Oh, sorry, go on. I'm curious if, if a var it sounds like a varus is maybe fictional too, and the book is like, yeah, it's his like journal, a fantastic like, beast yeah, 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 type. Yeah, 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 but it's like actually yeah, a fictional book. I, I kind of got that vibe. I can't believe we found why that. Why did I have to? Why did I have to? That parallel. Oh, I oh, love the distortion. Of the yeah, end. yeah. Just, <laughs> it's just, just that like garbled drowning noise. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what was supposed to be though. Just. This Your is connection's probably, fuzzy. This is probably a better question for next week, but I'm going to do it here anyway, because whatever, we're live. I do what I want. So uh, what do you think the prize is? I kind of have being my real. But I Being that's, real. That's what I was thinking, too. It's some kind of Pinocchio. I want to be but, a real um, But Hank and, and Eve already thing. are real. Yeah, potentially. Unless Hank is a fictional alien. Yeah. I Again, the, the multiversal thing, we could all be oh. real, but right. fictional in our I'm universe. If, Wait, what was it? Heroic upbringing? No. Uh, universal birthplace. <laughs> universal birthplace. Universal, you, I totally know what that means. You, given, that it's, given that it's a birthplace, maybe the prize is that like you are the hero that's like sent to Earth? Yeah. Like oh, not even like, uh, like not even in the context of like real or not real, like in whatever the universe is that the gods have jurisdiction over like yeah. they're like ah oh, the humans need help or and like it, they're deciding who it is that's getting yeah. sent it might not um, necessarily be earth it could be some kind of green lantern situation yeah. where they yeah. all go to different sectors of the universe or something green lantern ring. yeah, yeah. Um, i'll watch the harley quinn show yes uh, where the storybook lady is. yeah um yeah. but like the queen we, of fable we know what hub is but what does it mean the opportunity to become not only SpongeBob but also DoodleBob. Me hoy minoy. Friend who had that as his ringtone. Oh, 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 oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> I wonder if any of the other characters SpongeBob. are from actual literature because Sherlock Holmes is like the only one that I feel like any of us recognize. But yeah. is there like a Lightning Kid a named lightning Jeb, Jeb or something close? From a comic book. All I can that think I of is electric shock. Um, static shock. Static, static shock. shock. Sorry. Well, yeah. and and the reason why Sherlock Holmes could be used here is because Sherlock Holmes is uh, public domain. Public domain. Baby. That's a yeah, very so good point. I would imagine that a lot of these have to be XPs, like calling out Percy Jackson. Well, we can't use the actual Percy Jackson, but we can have Act, someone you know, who is kind I of think like Rick Riordan would would approve it actually. Yeah. Like I think if we yeah. were to email and ask, he would probably. He seems like a chill dude. I think he'd. <laughs> on that i right, just did a brief a google fan, rick big fan i just did a like brief google of to. jeb the lightning kid and the only results i got were for jeb bush so i'm gonna say <laughs> no <laughs> <I> no <know. laughs> just imagine if he 
No, you are Jeb Bush, actually. (laughs) Jeb is just a young Jeb Bush. Yes, Jeb Bush has, they are non-binary now, apparently. (laughs) Congrats, Jeb, on coming out. (laughs) They set set their family on fire. (laughs) I mean, in fairness, in fairness. Jeb Bush origin story. Don't awaken the ranch. Don't awaken the ranch. I mean, too late. The ranch was awakened. We just Jeb... hear all of us here galloping in the distance, wherever we are. Look, Jeb was never trained to be president. They have every right to to kind of exact their revenge. Why didn't you pick me, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> That's why Eve and Jeb are close, because Daddy no, issues They're here. <laughs> we need this has been on my wall all said. I need that merch. Uh, is the Malachi James thing like actual Sherlock canon or is it I hub have canon? I have no idea. I think uh, the question. Let's see. Google. Google. I don't no. really After see. Show I mean, I see that there's like a runner. Furiously type on Google for. There's a runner named yes. Malachi James, oh, like the fastest person in New Jersey. It looks like. power. Yeah. Good for Malachi James. This person in New Jersey. So. Um, I, I would, I would say, I don't think that that's a uh, true that's to not canon. Sherlock Holmes canon. Or I think Sherlock Holmes Malachi is the fastest guy in New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> we all know about Sherlock being like actually really strong for no reason, right? Like yes. there's one movie yes. where someone comes in, like bends the iron. Is yeah, like, and he bends it back. Into bends play. It back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I haven't, I can't find any Avaris werewolf. So also, that's also a bust. Yeah, okay. I, I think most so of we get Sherlock XBs. Holmes and Percy yeah. Jackson, one of which risks a lawsuit, but not really. I got. Uh, would Would Jeb be uh, Marvel or DC or yes. like? No, it's image, Jeb Bush. Image or Dark Horse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you were the last two minutes. But yeah, that is yeah. Jeb Bush. but then we decided <laughs> yeah. this. I, I just like like. Does that sound but more Marvel Jeb or DC? Bush. Yeah, I would definitely go big. Marvel, like given big. that. There's a lot of yeah. references to yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. not Jeb Hulk. Bush. So and or, the Hulk, yeah. No, I think oh it's like let's go third party and go image. <laughs> <laughs> or Dark Horse. Yeah. All Neat. right. Dark Horse <laughs> does make a lot Jeb of Jeb teaming up with Spawn so and Invincible. Actually... We we do need to start wrapping up. So does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap up tonight and go to Can next we not wrap up? Next I, week's gonna I mess wish, us up bad. I wish, Aubrey, but I am contractually obligated to wrap up. <laughs> and dang I don't, gosh, I don't want to get taken to court. So, the question is, what are you obligated to wrap up in? Uh, <laughs> duct tape to get you all to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Silence is golden, but duct tape is silver. <laughs> Mine's blue. <laughs> all right. Okay. On that note, Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing partner, Declan Grogan. Music by Vincenzo Torsiello. Hub is written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen. We do this every Saturday until next week, and then we wait until season two rolls around. And every Tuesday, the videos get posted on YouTube, and the audio is available as an audio drama on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow us online on social media channels at Platform Prodco. That is P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-P-R-O-D-C-O. 
for more and we will see you for the final episode of season one next week on Cold Cup. Woo!